I felt like we talked about the Braves before. Yeah. And then when we were doing research, I was like, you reminded me that, like, no, 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 we talked about Smoltz. And then right. we probably have talked yeah. about the Braves a lot outside of this podcast, yeah. just in person. So Maybe, like, our Fred McGriff trade podcast, Oof. Padres Blue Jays. I'm sure Atlanta came up. Oof. Oh, yeah. God. That, that hurts, man. That, that's yeah. that's going to come up a little bit later in the podcast. But that was one of the most hurtful trades for the Giants, as Giants fans. But one of the best ones for the... Uh, for the Braves, but hurts Giants fans more than hurts Padre fans. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's like when the parents say, "Like this hurts me more than it yeah. hurts." I literally yeah. it hurt the Giants fans more yeah. than the Padres. Yeah, um, but I think we'll talk about some of the trades that weren't didn't go right for the Braves, and then we'll go on to some of the good ones just to close it off on mm-hmm. a happy note. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing that comes to mind is actually uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Um, their best pitcher, Adam Wainwright. I didn't actually know this until yep. uh, I did some research online. It was that Adam yeah. Wainwright was actually part of the Atlanta Braves team. And he was traded uh, by the Braves to the Cardinals. And in a trade that's like, wow, like looking back on it at the time, it might have seemed okay. Mm-hmm. But looking back on it now, it's like, wow, I can't believe they did that. And this is back in 2003, the Braves traded the. Uh, Ray King, Jason Marquis, and Adam Wainwright to St. Louis for J.D. Drew and Eli Marrero. Yep. And at the time, you know, the Braves were in the playoff hunt. They need a couple of guys who can play, and J.D. Drew ended up playing really well for mm-hmm. them. I think he had over, like, 300 or, like, got a bunch of RBIs. And even Eli Marrero hit the 300 for them. I think he had uh. 320 in limited play. Um, but uh, looking back on it, uh, Adam Rain- Wainwright won a Cy Young, uh, or actually is was a, you know, probably came in second or third of mm-hmm. three times in the Cy Young voting, was an all-star. He's one of the best pitchers in the Major League. Last year, won 20 games. He's a perennial perennial guy who throws over 200 mm-hmm. innings every year, and he's a young guy. He's still only, and he's 32, but he probably yeah. has three or four more years left. And uh, so that was a trade that the Braves gave up. They, they missed out on a guy who, you know, who's won 20 games twice, 19 games twice, you know, just like, one of the best pitchers in the major leagues. You know, it's interesting because you and I have talked off-air and on-air in previous podcasts of how, see, Atlanta, with all the great starting pitching they've had, most of those pitchers have not done well in the postseason. I think Mm -hmm. the primary exception is John Smoltz. Mm -hmm. And here you are, you know, Wainwright is traded away from Atlanta, and he becomes a World Series hero. As a rookie, he was closing yeah. uh, World Series games, including the, the, the final game uh, in his rookie year, and mm-hmm. then he you know, became a starter after that. And th- there's something kind of, uh, geez, I want to say irony, but it's, it's a word that's often misused, so I won't, I won't say it again. But mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, it's like they're trading the wrong guy almost. But yeah. And, you know, he, like, you know, his uh, partner in St. Louis, uh, Chris Carpenter, did have some injury issues. But for the most part, he has held Mm -hmm. up and he's helped them to, you know, beat the Tigers in the World Series and the other playoff appearances, too. He has as many rings as Smoltz, Maddox, and Glavin combined. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. And uh, what's funny about, you know, that year, and then it it also comes to another discussion that we usually have is, Mm -hmm. like, giving up future talent to win yep. now. Yep. And essentially, this trade for the Braves was a trade that... Uh, and by the way, let me, I wanted, before I forget, yep. I want to mention, with as much amazing pitchy, pitching that Braves have mm-hmm. 
you know, have, cr- uh, you know, have produced through their farm system throughout the years. Yeah. You think about how many pitchers they actually, like, let go. Like, you yeah. know, I think yeah. last week we were talking about the Pirates trades or, like... Uh, That's you know, right. Jason Schmidt. Jason yeah. Schmidt, yeah, and, like, Wayne Wright in this case. There's, like, a myriad of other pitchers. So it's just yeah. kind of interesting. Yeah. But maybe they felt like it's okay to let go of... I kind of feel like the Giants are a little bit like that right now with uh, yeah. Zach Wheeler and, like, some other people they've let go of. Yeah, it's kind of like, okay, you have uh, a surplus at this position, and Atlanta's, you know, the people who do the drafting and all that, they're, they're trusted to, have, to make good judgment. So you almost kind of want to, you almost feel like you can, you're, it's hard to lose, like taking um, uh, one of their minor league players. And it's because you kind of, to give this other kind of, they're scouting, you're kind of counting on, you trust them to do well. And yeah, and you know, I said that a second ago, you know, if you, Combine the rings. Of course, you know, Maddox, Smoltz, Glavin, that'd be three combined, but like I meant like yeah. one each. But JV Drew, I, I do remember he was drafted, I think, by the Phillies, but he wouldn't yeah. sign with them. And yeah. he did well with St. Louis, and he yeah. was causing a mess there. And then I, I think he was in Atlanta, what, the one year before he signed the big deal with the Dodgers, yeah. and then he kind of opted out of that and re signed again. And, Red I mean, Sox. He's always been a good player. He's more like a rental player in a way, even though he played yeah. quite a bit for St. Louis. And he only played a year for Atlanta, which obviously, like, you know, Wainwright is still paying dividends yeah. for the Braves. And yeah. uh, and Eli Moreira obviously was gone a year after. Yeah. So, I mean, the Braves, I they didn't win the World Series that year. So, if you really think about it, mm-hmm. in 2004, they really, you know... Mm-hmm. They, they did go to the playoffs, and they lost uh, to Houston that year. But, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I don't know how much. I guess they had a good season. But. Yeah. I don't know. I think all things equal right now, they'd rather have Wainwright and versus any amount of the other guys in that trade. And even Jason Marquis won, like, you know, mm-hmm. won 15, 13, and 14 games mm-hmm. before leaving the yeah. leaving St. Louis. I mean, he was... He was a good player. And, uh, yeah, he, he's one of those guys, kind of like they had Jeff Supon, who was like, you know, a good maybe number three starter, that kind of in yeah. that, 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 and, um, you know, serviceable, above ad- average, and, um, yeah. By the way, he also won a silver slugger, uh, Jason Marquis, for the, ah. for the, for St. Louis. I think. Nice, yeah. very so, nice. It's kind of interesting. And then, uh, you know, the other guys on the trade, you know, Ray King, Ray King, big big relief pitcher and big man Ray King. Yep. You know, you know what Ray King's <laughs> Ray King <laughs> Ray King's uh, uh, nickname was? Ray King. What? No, what is it? Burger. Oh man, <laughs> that, that's sad. That Burger is. King, right? Yeah. There oh, you that's go. Right. Burger yeah, King. Ray Burger King makes a lot. Ray Burger King. There you go. By looking at his pictures. Uh, and I've been there, trust me. Yep. Looked like he liked eating burgers, too. Yep. We could, we could all relate at some point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, so the next trade we want to talk about is uh, kind of a more recent one where um, uh, where the where the Braves sent Nefali Perez, mm-hmm. um, Elvis Andres, Matt Harrison, Jared Saltalamacchia, and Bo Jones... For Ron Mahay and Mark Teixeira. So the Braves got Mark Teixeira and they sent all these like mm-hmm. players who contributed to either World Series teams or like playoff teams and are still contributing to them. So this was a this is one of the trades that like I think people forget. I mean I've certainly forgot about yeah. it, but at the time mm-hmm. 
I remember this trade. I, I distinctly remember this when they traded Teixeira, and I didn't know any of these yep. minor leaguers, but I knew that they were like top notch in the Brave system. That's right. And and they weren't pitchers, so I knew that like, ah. wow, like this must be top notch, and like, I don't know if the Braves could afford to let go of these guys. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I remember that trade going down, and I, I have a feeling I know why Atlanta had to kind of give up so much. It's because <laughs> Mark Teixeira was another free agent after that year. He had another full year after the trade. In other words, Atlanta had a little bit of control or would get more uh, an extra year of him guaranteed if they chose. And obviously they ended up flipping him to, to, to the Angels. But... Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe, you know, maybe most, a lot of people don't really talk about that trade a whole lot. I mean, I think people in Texas and Atlanta talk about it a lot, yeah. but, you know, most people can't pronounce Sultan Lamakia, so yeah. they're, too, they're afraid of doing it. But uh, that trade, in my opinion, helped the Rangers to the 2010 World Series against, yeah. against the Giants. I mean, they had, um, well, Andrews was a contributor to that 2010 team, and I believe uh, Perez, Natalie Perez, was a contributor too. Mm-hmm. And he was someone who could, I believe, close and eventually maybe even be a starter. He probably, I think he, I know there's been a lot of talk of converting him, but. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were loaded too at catcher. I mean, I remember they had like four or five catchers that can. Probably be a number two or number one on many other teams, and Lamakia was like added to that great yeah. uh, young catching uh, they had in the minor leagues. Yeah, I mean it's kind of interesting. Saltamakia, you know, he had uh, a year with Atlanta, and I mean half a year actually when he got traded. He, had, yeah. he was having a pretty good year. Mm-hmm. Um, he was hitting two eighty for them when he got traded, so he was a good player. He was actually like a guy you could. Um, you could see on your team. But, I mean, Atlanta had a catcher at the time. You know? right, right. They also had a really good shortstop in, mm-hmm. in the minor. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I could see them trading. It's just like now, you know, maybe having um, one of those guys, one of the shortstops, you know, um, on Andrew, so when they mm-hmm. traded him, like you, maybe you could have put him in the second base or something like that, you know. So Again, it's that surplus argument. Like if you have surplus, you can do it. It looks better if you win it all. But, again, Atlanta didn't win it yeah. all. And, and really, like, um, Teixeira did not have that great a year with Atlanta the next yep. year. I think he only hit, like, 20 home runs. I think he was injured that year, too. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that's not his fault or anybody else's right. fault. But he did have a great year when he came to the, as you alluded to, mm-hmm. he had, you know, his slugging was, like, really high when mm-hmm. he played for Atlanta. So, I mean, he did his job. And, yep. um, and then, again, it, it comes back to, like, what do you want to do? Do you want to win now? Like, we always talk about it. Mm-hmm. I... Um, I always think about like I wanna I I would save up for the long term, mm-hmm. but then you know we're always criticizing Billy B, right? And he's always year in and out every year. He always does this, and I think my philosophy in that is a little bit more towards the Giants type thing, right? And obviously they won three World Series. Sorry guys, they're, lo- they're looking good. Yeah. But I think the idea is like, yes, I, want, I mean, Giants don't do this actually, but if I were a GM, mm-hmm. I would look to trade long term, but mm-hmm. I want to keep all the guys that, that, are, that I got young, you know, because just to right. build a fan base and mm-hmm. just kind of like reward the players, you know. I mean, Giants kind of are, are like that. They don't necessarily really trade for people. Right. Um, I mean, it, it's hard. See, I, I, I know people and I, I've, I hear other people like on sports talk radio and otherwise that... 
they're really down on the way Brian Sabian does things. And my I'm a bottom line person. It's hard to argue with winning, winning, and more winning after that. And he's most of the trades that Sabian has been on the receiving end of have benefited the Giants. And, you know, yeah, they've had some stinker drafts, except for, like, you know, Posey and Bumgarner and a few others early on, but those are high picks. Mm-hmm. But, again, the bottom line is, you know, how many teams can say three yeah. World Series titles in, in a five-year span? Yeah, I mean, so this trade, I would say, what's interesting about these two trades that we talked about, Yeah, if you would have, the, next, the year after the trade, had yeah. you talked about this, mm-hmm. we probably would have said, like, the Braves won this trade. But yeah. looking back on five years or whatever, mm-hmm. you're all like, well, yeah. actually, they didn't. And so I think everybody, this is one of the traits that, like, it's almost like you know what you're getting. You know, it's like a relationship, you know? like Right. Like, if you're... <laughs> What's well, It's safe. It's a yeah. guarantee. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's kind of like uh, one of them, as long as you're honest about it, it's yeah. like, yeah. you know, we're just here. We're just, <laughs> yeah. You know? So it's like, I know what I'm getting. I'm getting a guy who's going to be with my team for another year. That's it. Right. At the same time, you guys are getting somebody who are going to be potentially really good pitchers or hitters. And and I think Texas, going into this trade, Amir, they knew that. And it's like, okay, you have this guaranteed slugger, great hitter, um, you know, solid first baseman for, from here to the end of the season yeah. and all of next season, each season, to either keep them and hopefully perform for you and maybe re-sign yeah. or trade them like they did with, to the Angels. Yeah. And a player with all those kind of traits is more valuable as far as like what you're getting in return. Mm-hmm. And he still had you know the the friendly contract, the, yeah. the monetary part, which Atlanta is always concerned about. Yeah. So. So I mean, thinking back on it, I can't really fault uh, the Atlanta GM. Yeah. And really, like, it's not that it wasn't that bad a trade, and yeah, you know. I would, I would say I would make it too if I thought that I could win the World Series and they thought yeah. they could and they needed a piece and they didn't they didn't need a shortstop because they already were going to have one they didn't need a catcher right. you know and so on and they didn't need the pitchers in the um, Wainwright case so I mean oftentimes the intent is you know it's it's good it's meant to yes. help the team and you know or help the financial situation and, and, not, and not a negative yeah. way by dumping salaries exactly but, but I mean again like the the San Diego GM is getting all this praise. It's like, well, let's talk more at the end of the season or yeah. even like July, and we'll see how great of a GM he is yeah. or not. Are you talking about the current? The yeah, because he's getting all the praise for all the good trades. Yeah, yeah. How do we know we're, they're good? We don't know what the guys he's getting, they receive, they're going to yeah. do, or how the guys they gave up are going to do. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, just uh, for the listeners, we talk about this trade a lot, but this is a yeah. side when we were talking about the Padres trade where they're getting a lot of praise at the mm-hmm. time, but we haven't seen anything occur. Yeah. But what's interesting about trades is like the best trade is one that benefits both people. Right. Basically, it proves it's not like because if you're a guy who usually dumps crappy players and always gets better players, yeah. you're not going to last that long just because yeah. of a couple of reasons. One is nobody's going to want to trade with you, and B, mm-hmm. and the second reason. This is a this is a good old boys league, you know. Yep. There's a reason you don't, you know, the, yep. the same people get regurgitated, and mm-hmm. everybody's gonna lose their job at some point. Mm-hmm. So that when you're a GM, you want to actually say like, well, when I trade with people, I'm giving you somebody that's worth worthwhile for you, so right. they can continue to do that. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, and and just to get one more point across is like this proves that the Braves have never really made that many crappy. 
right. trades. Right. And that's why everybody hates yeah. the Braves. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but the Braves are awesome. I don't, you know, this year they did a lot of salary dumping mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, uh, with Upton. And, right. Uh, I'm, I'm sure they wish they could have dumped the other Upton. Speaking of the GM of the Padres, right? Yeah, yeah. So. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, so, yeah, to your point, like, Let's see how Upton does. If the Padres go to the playoffs and maybe win the World Series, which I doubt it, but if they no. get to the playoffs, win the World Series, and then, you know, even if they make the playoffs or have a good winning season, right? Um, I know you know Upton isn't going to stay with them, but yeah, he's he's gone. He's gone. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we'll see. Even and, if like one of the guys, let's say Matt Kemp, has a a great season, then the other guys kind of suck. I mean, it's a team game, so you yeah. can't control all, all the other stuff, but. But I mean, yeah. it's kind of interesting. It's uh, it is pretty appropriate them. It's mm-hmm. being the Braves. I don't really know. I don't really think that uh, Braves got a lot of the. Um, I don't know which uh, which rookies they got. I don't. I didn't hear them to be that great of uh, minor leaguers. In San Diego. Yeah. Yeah. Not 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 much to really. Um, yeah. I mean, I think they were just glad to kind of be rid of you know Upton. I think. But yeah, I mean. Upton doesn't really get, I mean, fifteen million. I guess they just gave up this year, but. Well, I also we'll think see. they weren't going to be able to keep him yeah. after this year either. But I mean, it sounds like they gave up on this year, but. Right. So let's go back to some happy times. <laughs> um, sad times for Giants fans, but. Uh, oh yeah. Especially in this particular in two thousand nineteen ninety three, mm-hmm. um, which, until the Giants won the World Series, it was my favorite year because the Giants won 103 games that year. That was a yep. magical year. Yep. Uh, had like probably the one in my lifetime. It was the most wins they've ever had, and uh, 103, 103 and 59. Yeah. No playoffs, guys. There was no wild yeah, card. There back was then. one thing. Yeah. There was no playoffs. Yeah. And there's one. In my opinion, there's one main reason, and that was the Fred McGriff trade going yep. from the. Freaking San Diego Padres. Yep. There they go again. Yep. Dumping, basically uh, giving up on one of the best first base or trading away one of the best first basemen in the major leagues for three guys I've never heard of. I didn't. I've never heard of back then. Yep. I haven't heard of since. Yeah. Well, that's because they haven't. They didn't do anything. Um, geez. To this day, I still say Fred McGriff was the MVP of the National League in 1993. I know Bonds won it. I know most people thought Bonds should. That was his first season away from Pittsburgh with the Giants. And, yeah, he helped them to win all those games. But you know, McGriff a lot of, turned things around. A lot of people would agree with you because Fred McGriff was actually fourth in the MVP voting that ah, year. Ah, that's good to know. For half of the season. Yeah. And, I mean, they're probably including the San Diego numbers, too, right? Yeah, but I mean, but still, like, there's the, another argument, right? It's like, you know, is it uh, the best, like, statistics, uh, statistically the best player? Mm-hmm. Or is it, you know, that plus your team is doing well? And Atlanta, like, the surge occurred in the midst of that trade. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that was a... Uh... Up until then, I don't know, the Giants were up by a bunch of games. Yep. Uh, I think uh, the series before... I remember, I went, you know, like, I was a kid back then, and yeah. I, I didn't have very much money, mm-hmm. but I was working, I was working at Burger King. Oh, there you I go. I saved up all my money, and I bought a ticket that was uh, pretty close up. Uh. It was going to be the... It was... Um, the weekend before Fred McGriff got traded, so I bought that uh. ticket a week before, yep. and... 
Fred McGriff was going to play against them, mm-hmm. and he did, and he hit an upper deck home run. Killed them. Pretty close to where I was sitting yeah. with my hard-earned money. Uh, and basically, it was like downhill from there. Yep. But that's, that was one of the best trades that I could remember of all time to have such an impact. Of course, I think it was such a great season, and it was such a great... Um, pennant race between the Giants and the Braves that the Braves ended up getting really tired, especially that pitching staff. Yep. And it was so emotionally draining for them that... By the way, if you guys can hear some water in the background, we're just very close to the kitchen, and so it's not... We're not recording this podcast in a shower. There you go. Yeah. Um, but or you, bathroom stalls with the <laughs> Jose Canseco yeah, around there. A bathroom stall by the side of the road. Like a <laughs> truck stop. Yeah, it's not me. Uh... uh. What is, actually, um, this is on a side note, but mm-hmm. locally we have a radio station where you mentioned, like, there was a, ba- a famous basketball player who... Com- Rick Barry. Rick Barry. Yeah. Did he actually record a radio show in the shower? I, I believe that he, he would come into the, to the, you know, he would, well, he broadcasted, I think, from Colorado, which is where he lived, mm-hmm. but someone, like, snuck the recorder to, mm-hmm. of him showering at mm-hmm. somewhere, and then they used that on air as a joke. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's Rick Berry showering, so that's what that was. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow, that's so funny. Yeah. But, yeah, um... Wow, I don't know where we got there, but basically... But things just turned around with yeah. Atlanta when they got McGriff, and... Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah so I was saying that was like... Uh, yeah, it was heartbreaking. See, I, I remember before the trade, Atlanta already had the momentum, but they were mm-hmm. still like, what, seven or eight, nine games yeah. back. But because the way the, 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 the waiver claim uh, trades work, you know... Technically, even though Atlanta had the momentum, the Giants were still behind them as far as putting in a... Because I think they would have blocked the McGriff trade. Yeah. And they would have, like, you know, you know, try to get him or at least block it. But Yeah. And there's something... I mean, that's not something that can be controlled, right? I mean, yeah. Atlanta has momentum, but that's they're still in second place. So they have yeah. first dibs over yeah. anyone with a better record, so... I mean, I remember at the time, Will Clark on the Giants was not having a great year. Yeah. And I was so jealous of the Braves. I'm like, man, I wish I could have had Fred McGriff. Like, <laughs> just dumped Will Clark that year. <laughs> but, um... Oh, 93. Yeah, yeah Will Clark, that was like his worst season yeah, as yeah. a major leaguer. Yeah. yeah so he was, was gone. Yeah, it was interesting how... Yeah, that was a heartbreaking trip. Because as soon as they made that trip, that was what the Braves needed at the time. Yep. I totally remember that. Because, yep. you know, they had like, you know... Maddox, Glavin, Smoltz. Did they have Avery too? I think he might have won 18 yeah, games or something. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like, and their offense was not as good though. And mm-hmm. freaking a man. And you know that was Greg hurts. Maddox's first season with Atlanta, and he eventually won the Cy Young. And you know, Bond, he and Bonds were the big free agent signees of that year, and you know, two of the biggest of all time probably as far as impact. Yeah, I mean, if you. You think about, like, uh, that year, their offense, the Braves just did not have a great offense. They had Terry Pendleton. Yep. And, you know, I think he won the MVP. Oh, no, he won the MVP in 890. It was the year before, right? Yeah, it's 92, yeah. I believe. Oh. People thought Bonds should have won it that yeah, year. Yeah, or it was, yeah, it was, it was yeah. before 93. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, that, like, nobody really... I mean, Ron Gant was pretty good, but... Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, David Justice. David Justice, yeah, right? they had a lot of home run hitters, but they needed... Yeah. I mean, you put McGriff in there, and that's just like a murderer's row, like back to back to back. And they're pitching. Avery won 18 games. Mm-hmm. Blavin, 22 games. Maddox, 20 games. Freaking A, man. I'm so 
And if you can imagine a great team with momentum, and then you add in, uh, McGriff to, to that, I mean, it's, I think, if anything, mentally the Giants, you've got, oh, man, it's, yeah. it seems more of a deficit, even though you're ahead. And, you know, I think Atlanta was kind of tired, too. They were probably spent because they can they beat did. the Phillies. Yeah. So. But I have to say, that pennant race was very, that was the most yeah. exciting pennant race I've actually, you know, I mean, the Giants have, you know, since then, won three World Series. <clears throat> uh, you know, I know we keep saying it, yeah. but they've had a lot of exciting things happen to them. But up until then, mm-hmm. this was like an amazing. Um, it was an amazing year, and uh, you know, kudos to the Braves. And I think we could give Atlanta and Giants credit for why Major League Baseball did two things. One is realign and make you know put Atlanta for the National League West yeah. and National League East where they belong, and add the the Central to each league. Yeah. And also um, add the wild card to yeah. the first time, the wild, wild card playoff team, the best second place team. And then now they add another wild card. Yeah, now there's Giants are the beneficiary last yeah, year, and so right. are uh, the Royals. Yeah, and so, uh, and you know, just to talk about what the freaking Padres got. Uh, Other than, so basically they got two people who didn't make it Do- Vince Moore and Donnie Elliott. Mm-hmm. I think Donnie had had like a cup of tea a couple of years in the majors. Yeah. The main guy, Melvin Nieves. Mm-hmm. Hit 14 home runs for him one year on a shitty year, <laughs> but after that he went to the uh, Detroit Tigers and had great years with them. But mm-hmm. a couple of really good years with them, not great, but it just wasn't a great trade. It's also hard not to wonder, like, if the Giants could have got him, they probably wouldn't have to give up much. I mean, it's hard not to think that. I mean, yeah. But I'm sure San Diego didn't know these guys would be that awful. Yeah. I mean, and Atlanta didn't know either. I'm sure. Yeah, maybe they would have been good, but who knows. Yeah. Let's go on to another fleecing that the Braves yep. uh, orchestrated by the Braves management, <laughs> which, uh, you know, I, I'm a, you know, it, the A's are my second favorite team, unless I get pissed off at Billy Bean once in a while, because of just, you know, uh, geographically I'm close to them, yep. so I kind of have to have allegiance for them. Yep. And, you know, I meet a lot of people from Oakland, and mm-hmm. I talk to them, so, like, you know, I don't really want to. I don't want them to shank me if they hear that I, I'm not talking about the A's. But uh, but they did get Felice. There's a lot of uh, last week we talked about uh, the A's trading Mark McGuire, who went on to right. hit 70 home runs with St. Louis. Yep. Here's another guy who I think was a worse trade than the McGuire trade. Obviously, McGuire cheated. Yep. Tim Hudson was um, was a heart and soul of the Oakland A's team, and I loved watching the A's that year yep. when he played. I love watching Hudson. Fun guy to watch. Yeah, he's one of. He's just a hard soul, and you could tell, like, his teammates love him. He mm-hmm. was with the Giants last year, had a really good year with the Giants. Mm-hmm. Uh, they won the World Series, but, like, you know, he was just, like, he's one of the, he's a teammate you want to have on your team. Mm-hmm. And the A's essentially traded him because they knew they weren't going to sign him up, and they didn't want to pay him. And at the time, I remember, you know, when I was following the A's, he said he wanted to be back, and he would take less, mm-hmm. yep. like, Yep. He would take less to come back with A's, and they didn't even give him the chance. They had one year left on his country. They traded him away for Juan Cruz, Dan yep. Meyer, and Charles Thomas. And I think Juan Cruz is the only guy I could remember, like a middle reliever or something. And yeah, right-handed, thin, yeah. tall, thin guy, I think. And um, the What was the name of the, the outfielder? Not uh, Myers, the other gentleman. I'm drawing a blank. He was like a, like a fourth outfielder, I think. It was... Cruz, it was Myers. And then, That's it. And there was one other guy involved, too. No, no, they only traded uh, 
for Warren Cruz, Dan Mayer, and Charles Thomas. Oh, Charles Thomas, right? Yeah, he yeah. was he was like a fourth outfielder, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, look what they got from Mark Mulder, the the A's, right? They got Dan Heron, and Zito, you know, walked Giants. We won't talk about that this time, but mm-hmm. but yeah, you'd think they'd get more for uh, for Hudson. It's shocking that they accepted what they did for that trade. Yeah, I mean, I guess Juan Cruz was at the time a guy who would throw in the high 90s or something. Yeah. And he'd had a good year, like, as a middle reliever. Dan Meyer, I mean, I just, um, I don't know how you could do this trade. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, this guy has more than just the stats, and he was the intangibles. He pitched, right. he was their horse, you know, he was mm-hmm. the guy that, like, won them the big games, you mm-hmm. know. And he said he'd stay. Yeah, as he a wanted agent. to stay, take less. Yep. And you know, like I think when the Braves signed him, at least the contract that I'm looking at, I guess, you know, the Braves when they signed him, they didn't give him more. Like they gave him like six and a half million a year. Yeah, yeah, it was a pretty got, friendly contract. Yeah, it was a team friendly contract, especially with the Braves who were like a cheap team. Right. Uh, no offense. <laughs> Well, I don't know if I don't. I don't think. I mean, actually, as a, a baseball fanatic, I would like to hope that Billy Bean wouldn't just give him over to like you know his like childhood team because he's from that area, yeah. Atlanta. Maybe it just happened to work out that way. But I can't see Billy Bean and really too many other GMs like kind of you know helping a guy out in that way just to get lesser prospects. Yeah. I mean, I think it was they legitimately thought, yeah, these guys can help us. And yeah. They just didn't. I mean, maybe that was one of the reasons. Maybe he wanted, there's other options that mm-hmm. weren't maybe a little bit better, but they wanted to do them right or something. But Could be. I mean, you see it for, like, a guy who's about to reti- retire. Or yeah. has a, but, you know, Hudson was still young and, you know, part of the business, too, is you want to improve your team. Yeah. And so that was a great... And then, you know, obviously we talked about Smoltz in our Hall of Fame show, but that, yeah. was, a, that was a really good trade. Yeah. Joel Alexander... Yeah, just uh, if you guys want to listen to that, make sure you go back on some of our Hall of Fame show. That's uh, we talk about uh, Randy Johnson about that too. Yep, Randy uh, Johnson and John Smoltz and one other player, right? Who's the other that's guy? That's it. They, oh yeah, three right. guys. But yeah, it's our Hall of Fame yeah. episode 2015, I believe. So. By the way, an interesting factoid I just found about Randy Johnson today is. Babe Ruth had more complete games than Randy Johnson. Love it. As a pitcher. Love it. By the way, it was Pedro Martinez was the other Hall of Fame. We talked about who was in the trade.